When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Let's go to the uh, studios of SEN Track in Brisbane. Chris Nelson, good morning. Good morning, Andrew. How are you going? Very well indeed. And you're in the studios because uh, for our Queensland audience through uh, 10.53 into Brisbane and all the other signals and the SEN radio app right through this week. You've got a special show at the end of this one. Yes, I have. Uh, runs from 10 to 11 uh, Queensland time. Of course, that's an hour later in uh, Victoria and New South Wales, etc. But Magic Millions Radio will kick off this morning, uh, just as we did last year. Five days of uh, Magic Millions information, plenty of looked, uh, lookbacks on memories and and races of the past, we're going to chat to some of the, the main players going forward into this week. And as I said, we're going to chat to some of those, uh, some of those connections that made Magic Millions uh, what, it, what it is now over the past few years. And today we'll chat to Tommy Berry, who of course, rode Carew to Queen to win in 2011 and rode Drefontaine, of course, to win as well. So really good memories there for Tommy Berry. Looking forward to chatting to him. He hasn't been well. He's one of those jockeys that stood themselves down in, uh, in the last few days in Sydney, but... He's very confident, no doubt. You'll pose the question there, but he's very confident of being a, a, to be at the Gold Coast on Saturday where he's got so many strong rides. Uh, so looking at the Gold Coast, the two-year-old field and the three-year-old guineas will come out the fields later and then the barrier draws tomorrow morning. What did you take of the nugget and the pearl on Saturday? Well, I'll be harsh here, and I'm going to say I'm going to dismiss the form from the nugget. Uh, Mashani Spartan won. I suppose we're underestimating this horse, or I am. Again, he's won two of two, and he's won them pretty well. But look, there's no doubt that was a great win. He was tailed off, basically, early on. But they went home the last 600 very slow in that race. Uh, I think Stupendo was quite okay running on. But uh, Stupendo was uh, in front of Mashani Spartan at the 300-metre mark. So Mashani Spartan's finished off the best. Hell I Am, Swiss Exile. I don't think we'll see those in the millions anyway. We certainly won't see Swiss Exile. So those two are out. Uh, they ran such inferior time to the Phillies in the Gold Pearl that I have to say that's the stronger form line. Miss Hellfire sat outside the leader. Uh, she ran home in 35-12. Didn't smash the clock uh, in any way, shape or form, but she looked to be a real workman or workwoman, if you can say that, uh, like win. Uh, Andrew. So I think out of those two-year-old races, I'd probably prefer, well, I would definitely prefer the Phillies, but but I don't think they're going to uh, match it with the likes of Cool and Gatta come Saturday. That's my opinion at this stage, but of course the barrier draws will have a lot to say about that tomorrow morning. Miss Hellfire wins by three quarters of a length uh, for Ben Thompson. Tim Clark's been booked now to take the ride there for Triple Crown and Peter and Paul Snowden. Michael Costa's horse, uh, Perfect Mission, I thought held on pretty good. It'll uh, have Andrew Mathian aboard this Saturday. Yeah, been really consistent, this filly. Had a couple of unlucky runs and, and then uh, won easily at the Gold Coast and then ran that good race again on Saturday at the Gold Coast. I thought had its chance, though. She loomed up outside Miss Hellfire. She looked as though she was going to go straight past. 
and she couldn't. So therefore, once again, I just query both of this, both of these races from Saturday and the form going forward. I'm still personally, I'm still looking around uh, Cool and Gatter and, and Golden Art is the one I think can really run well. And, and Russian Conquest, of course, is a bit of an unknown. We haven't seen up here, but has looked pretty good in uh, in New South Wales. And trained by the Snowdens, they certainly know when to get them right. They do. Uh, lots of gallops out wide on the Gold Coast uh, track tomorrow morning, which we'll do our best in covering those on the show. Cool and Gatter right now at $1.66, as Dan Huddy told us a little while ago. Russian Conquest at seven fifty, Soaring Ambition at 10 and Miss Hellfire is at 13. The three-year-old race, well, the Guineas at this stage has Jamea the favourite over King of Sparta. We didn't see many of these, but Starman no. was one that we saw that jumped suddenly right into the market at 10. Yeah, this is a really interesting race, the three-year-old Guineas. There's so many uh, interstate chances here, and I've got to really go through the form in uh, great detail this week, but you're right. Starman got to the right part of the track there for Nashville Willa. Uh, again, not smashing the clock at all. They went reasonably quicker earlier than they did late uh, and just careered away and won, basically, as you'd like to see with a with a horse that's going uh, to back up within seven days. You'd like to see a soft sort of win, and that's exactly what we got from Starman. I thought Frosty Mango battled on well. There's probably a win in Frosty Mango once these uh, better horses leave town in a couple of weeks or so. But, yeah, uh, look, what's the other one there that's... Um, well, fancy King of Sparta mm. uh, will probably get conditions to suit on Saturday because the weather forecast looks pretty good. I can't see any rain, so we'll probably be racing on a, a good surface, and that's going to suit King of Sparta. But yeah, there's a, a lot of chances in that race. It's certainly nothing like the market for the two-year-old race, that's for sure. No, exactly. Even Ben the Knee, who's been racing wells at fifteen dollars, that tells us just how strong the three-year-old guinea. So the barrier draw. Tomorrow morning, uh, we'll have it covered here when we're broadcasting from Surface Paradise uh, Beach. I, I spoke with Michael Costa this morning, not just about perfect mission for Andrew Mathian to stay aboard, but just what he intends with Sir Rocket and the Ritz, who both won their races on the weekend. They're both hoping to make the Millions Cup over the uh, 1,400 metres on Saturday. Yeah, well, Sir Rocket was good, but he was always going to beat that field. He was lengths and lengths better than those. Uh, that turned out to be a uh, sprint home. They didn't go hard early. So, look, he sprinted home really hard. He's a promising type. He's always, as I said, going to be uh, superior to those. Uh, the other one you mentioned, Andrew, was? The Ritz. The Ritz. Yeah, he was really good because he came out of that um, that race first up that Roe Heron won at Dooman. So, he was way out of his grade there. He ran last. But I think all of us, I think half of the country was probably on Paladas on Saturday, and we're pretty happy when Ryan Maloney steered into the front, and then all of a sudden we saw the Ritz come steaming down the outside. And look, he's only lightly raced; he's got a really good record, so uh, he's got plenty of upside. The Ritz going forward, I'd say. He did. Uh, I don't know. I must admit, I don't think I know. You know how you sort of recognise a name, and then you start second guessing yourself. John Gilmore, who trains C Raider to win the last, is he a local trainer? Yeah, he is. I think he spent some time overseas somewhere in Asia, I think. Don't okay. quote me on that, but he is a local trainer. He's got Happy Go Plucky as well. You'll remember you'll yes. know that yeah. runs around up here a fair bit. So he's got a few there, all the same sort of colours, but Happy Go Plucky is the other one you probably know more about. But Sea Raider, there were a few people that were quite confident about Sea Raider on Saturday. I went back and had a look at the form after the race. Still couldn't have had it. The only reason you could have had it is the Heavy 8 track, which we had for those last couple of races, which probably suited there. So... Yes, things got a bit wet later in the day, which uh, aided that runner. Any horses to follow? 
Well, Frosty Mango was a mention from the first, but I thought the win of the day, and I don't know where this uh, mare will go next, but Lady of Luxury for Craig Williams in the uh, in the Class 4 plate for the Phillies and Mares Race 5. She was outstanding. This was a sprint home. Uh, they, they really went quite softly early, and she was back near last. She was enormous from there. She ran the lastest or the fastest last 200 metres of the entire day. And as I said, and that was a sprint home. So she's going really well, Lady of Luxury, for Bjorn Baker. And I'm not sure if she's going to back up in anything, but wherever she turns up, I'd be following her going forward, Andrew. Well, uh, with you in the SEN Track Brisbane studio, you'll be able to listen to Bjorn Baker. He's just ahead of your show. So uh, in the Excellent. last half an hour of us, Paul Snowden's going to join us on Bjorn Baker. And then for our Queensland audience, uh, Chris will be online Monday to Friday this week between 10 and 11 uh, Queensland time with all the latest. And special guest this morning, Tommy Berry. Yeah, Tommy Berry tomorrow. And a really special one. I'll give you a bit of a sneak preview tomorrow, Andrew. Mick Dittman. We're going to talk about Bold Promise, who, of course, is the only uh, horse to have won two Magic Millions, the Phillies and the Mares. Uh, sorry, the uh, Phillies and the Open Division when they did that uh, back in uh, I don't what year it was. I think it was the 80s. God, it makes you feel old. But 84? anyway, it was a long time okay. ago. I mean, 84, I'm, something like that. I'm yeah. guessing 84, but the rings a bell somewhere. So be listening for those interviews right through the week. Following Bensley, it'll be the Magic Millions Radio. And for those interstate, maybe the SEN Radio app is where you can listen to it uh, to get all your news and uh, repeating again tomorrow morning. Patton Heels in Brisbane and yours truly will be on Surface Paradise Beach and we'll be uh, giving everyone all the latest around the Magic Millions. Thanks for your time, Chris. Have a good show later. Uh, pleasure. Thanks, Andrew. Have a good day.